0: I said I was going to talk about two things today. And this is the second thing I'm going to talk about. It's not really that important. But it merits talking about. It requires talking about. Because uh, I'm cleaning house. Emotionally. Mentally. Spiritually. Physically. Sexually. Holistically. Completely. Totally. Comprehensively. Altogetherly, I am cleaning house, and the two most pressing issues right now is my living situation and my relationship, romantic situation. Um, I define my romantic life in terms of 3D, beta, and meta. Um, I should have defined it earlier, but it's kind of self-explanatory. And if you're in the know, knowledgeable of any this online activity going on right now, it's kind of it could be considered self-explanatory. But I'm going to break it down for my own uh, use because I'm getting older and more forgetful. 3D is exactly what's what's in front of me, what's around me. I can touch it. I can use my five senses to connect with it and react, inter, and real, interact, interact and relate to it. That's like a one-on-one real-life relationship. An interaction with two people face-to-face, physically able to touch each other or at least talk on the phone. Um, beta is what I experienced from 2005 to now that's where the relationship is being experienced between two people or between me and others using electronic devices of any kind to exchange ideas, messages emotional uh, expressions feelings, whatever for example, a person who texts or they might use a third party app or a first party app or a second party app English explain that uh to get the message across. It's kind of crude still compared to now um and it requires one messenger training the other one like a dog. It's a lot of Pavlovian responses uh, Skinner and Pavlov had the behavioral uh reactions that they recorded in psychology. Well, that's what the beta is. Somebody giving messages and shaping the narrative using uh apps and their phone and the computer. Or a tablet. Anything that requires the internet. Or a phone tower. A cell phone tower. They're using that to convey messages. And shape the behavior of another person. It's a type of domination. It's very narcissistic in nature. Sociopathic. And can be psychopathic. I've experienced all three. It's emotionally draining. Because the person won't. They refuse to interact with you with me in three D and to keep the upper hand in the relationship or the dialogue or the interaction with you with me. They use beta. Okay. Meta is what we have going on this year. Really meta for me started in twenty seventeen. It, too, is like beta in that it uses all the electronic devices to convey ideas, express emotions. But uh, whereas beta would have eventually gone to 3D, um, you know, where you see the person in person, you, you finally meet them, you see them, you can touch them, you may not end up. Um, consummating the relationship if it's a romantic relationship, but you do at least begin to see them in person. M- meta is strictly virtual, it's beta turned or evolving into meta. Meta is part of this metaverse shit that is going on now. Um, meta is also involves people. Uh, using technology that the general public has no knowledge of or access to, to control others. Uh, An example of it might be um, like what I have going on. I have a high-pitched sound in my ear. And people can actually listen to my thoughts, read my thoughts, see what I see, hear what I hear. And they tap in. And it's illegal. It's wrong. Morally corrupt. And invasive. Needless to say. And it takes away from the person's freedom of thought. Freedom of thought. And they take this information. And they use it to their benefit. um, Or their personal gain. Or their financial gain. And they do this for whatever reason that they see fit. And they leave the person who they're doing it to a shell of themselves trying to scrape up and gather up the pieces of themselves to make what's left over into uh, a human being that's functional, operational with some semblance of normalcy, like I've done. Even with all I've gone through and all the treatment, uh, mistreatment, I'm and abuse, and invasive, I, I and if I experience, I s- stay sweeping up and gathering up little pieces and slivers of me like pencil shavings on the floor. I sweep it all up, and I try to put it all together to make myself go. And try to be uh, a human being. And try not to be uh, taken away by all the the, the mayhem and chaos and abuse that is unseen but ever-present. Meta is both part of this metaverse and... uh, the shit that uh, I've been experiencing. Um, it's not fun and people fuck with you. They make it your biz- their business to fuck with you and I just ignore it. I just ignore it because I'm used to it from the pitch in my ears to what I see going on around me. What is going on on my phone, my computer, my tablet, my other phone, even my car, my TV, my cable box, anything that's electronic. I've I just learned to step over it, ignore it. i learned how to tune it out and not let it bother me. And between beta and meta, sometime between those two, I, Learn to go inside, and nothing is even sacred there and it the and during meta people affect and and into they invade your dreams, they invade my dreams they're they're all in my conscious and my subconscious. they might know some shit about me I don't even know you know. One dream I had, I could feel somebody walking around in my head. And the room was a big white room, and they were trying to plunder through me mentally, my thoughts. And the room was so empty, and they were just walking around in it. I could, feel, I could hear the footsteps walking around in my head. It was an empty hollow white room, real fluorescent light but they were walking around in my psyche and they got nowhere. Another time, somebody invaded my dreams and they said, what are you? And someone who was not me said, I'm black as you are, is what I am. And they said, I'm black as you are, verbally, is what I am, they said silently. But that's what they told that person. And uh, that was in the, the dream. I have normal dreams. I have a dream where I'm in the same town. And I live another life. And one of the only children I have in the dream that shows up regularly is my youngest. And based on how she acting now, she probably won't be in my dream much longer. I'll probably boot her out because I'm just toothed with her. But this metaverse, meta type thing. Maybe I could separate it. Um, But right now, I'm just talking about it. It's harmful. And I don't want no parts of it. So much to the extent that uh, I actually abandoned a relationship that started in 2017. I we didn't last very long, but afterward, it was like this tug of war going on, an, an emotional tug of war, uh, a battle of me staying in contact with him by him interacting with me and me watching him. And through it all, I did a lot of troubleshooting, test runs, uh, tests. To figure out how to navigate all this shit. And uh, the conclusion I reached was. Uh, that that I came to was. Uh, I'm going to just have to get off of social media. And if I get on it. Get on a few things. Um, that that are important to me. Or that I like to look at. And then get off. Don't spend a whole lot of time on the phone. Um, and cut off this nigga that I've been doing the beta with who evolved into the meta where he was pure meta and just that was that so I could get control of my feelings and eventually get rid of this man from my mind emotionally and it's been working I've been successful. But he tries to do little things. He trolls me. He did a lot of trolling his four years. It's going on five years. And I decided last week, I don't want to take him into 2022 with me. Whether I'm alive or dead, living or dead, I don't want him in 2022 with me. I don't need it. He has done whatever he could do to keep my attention, and I'm like, over it, I've been over it more and more, every year, I'm more over it than I was the first, the year before, over it, just over it, just over it, just over it, over it, over it, I'm like, this man got married probably, what, 2018? 2019, probably. And he, that was the year I cut my hair off. I had beautiful locks. I was getting tired of them, but I was, and I was going to cut them off eventually. But I was real sick of them. So I saw his girlfriend was pregnant. He showed it online. And uh, I was like, that's it. And I cut my hair off. And I remember it like yesterday. I was in my bathroom and I cut my hair off with a pair of poetry shears. I've been practicing to cut my hair off for weeks. And I finally did it. And I could feel the presence of God standing beside me, standing around me. All right, there you go. Cut, cut, cut. When I was done, my hair was cut nice. I went on and got it dyed and layered and, well, uh, lined up, cleaned up. But uh, it was a refreshing change and a very much a release of energy. I got rid of all that old energy. And I got my dreads packed up in a bag. And I keep looking at them. And they still have the smell from when I had, they were fresh washed them. I just washed them. My dreads are like my children, my babies. I miss them, and I look at them, but I can't wear them again. And I would like to burn them, but I'm like, no, I ain't got to burn them. They were my, the, the, the dreads were my time when I was here in Houston. I started dreads in, like, 2015. I got here in 2014. In June 2015 is when I stopped taking my hair down, and I locked it they start lacking.